it is a very very bad thing for you to be a Christian and be ignorant one of the things Apostle Paul said is I will not have you ignorant concerning spirituals pneumaticos the things of the spirit the things concerning the spirit says I will not have you ignorant you see you can be in ignorance for a long time for a very very long time so many people used to think that when they go to church and then they drink the the wine that they call the blood of Jesus and then the body the bread you know if you are still eating it if you are still eating the bread eating the wine I don't want to say something to make you feel sad tonight but I want to ask you a question what is the spiritual significance of you eating the bread and drinking the wine who can tell me what is the spiritual significance <laughs> that bread you call the body of Jesus and the wine called the blood of Jesus I used to ask my people I used to ask them this question and I would ask them something like and I would say would you be happy if I should call your eyes an apple <laughs> would you be happy would you be happy What you are calling the body of Jesus is bread, 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 physical bread. And what you are calling, calling, calling his blood, blood, is wine, wine. <laughs> you know, you know. Some people they drink it and then they eat it and then they feel satisfied. And then some of them, when they're about to eat it, you know, they make themselves in a holy way. They make them face in a holy way. What are you trying to do? You are trying to do something spiritual. So you have to do yourself spiritual. We are coming to take communion. Communion. So let's be serious. Let's do ourselves in a certain way. Communion. After you finish eating the communion, sorry to say, you visit you, you visit the washroom, right? Why didn't it join into your spirit? We don't understand spiritual matters. The Old Testament, you know, when we are teaching like this, there are some of you you don't like to learn. 
Hello, can you hear me now? Okay, there are some of us who don't like to learn. As long as you don't like to learn, you stay long in ignorance. And it will not be the fault of God. It will not be His fault. You see, the Old Testament, as we say it to be, is the ministry of physical things. Physical things. The Bible calls it the shadow, not the real thing. That is why in the Old Testament, you can see the ark of Noah going about to save people, and which is just a symbolic representation of what Jesus is coming to do. That is why you can see Abraham going to sacrifice his son. A symbolic representation of what God is coming to do. When Jesus Christ came, he talked about his blood. He talked about his body. He did not say, when you eat bread, you have eaten his flesh. Eating bread that is made with flour is not the body of Jesus. The purpose... Now, let me just... Um, help you a little bit because of some of us here and coming from different backgrounds. Now, listen carefully. Um, this scenario, let's look at this scenario. Um, they came to Jesus and then, you see, they were following him. He turned um, he multiplied the bread and fishes. They were all following him. They were celebrating, eating, and happy. So he said one day, he said, How many of you here can eat my flesh and drink my blood? <laughs> Do you know what happened? They all turned back and they stopped following him from then. He said, You must be a madman. Ah. Even Abraham, we did not eat his flesh, we did not drink his blood. You want us? Said, Jesus Christ said, in fact, all of you come here. How many of you today will eat my flesh and drink my blood? They all got angry and then they left. <laughs> so he was waiting for the disciples to also leave. <laughs> he said, are you not going to go also? They said, no, we are not going anywhere. You see, <laughs> What is the difference? Follow me. Don't be fast. What is the difference between those people who left and the disciples? What is the difference? Okay, let me ask further. Did the disciple please respond to me when I'm asking questions? Did the disciples did they finally eat physically? Did they eat his flesh and drink his blood? Did they do it? Is it only God's grace that is here? Where are the rest people? <laughs> I, 
This my class today. My class. Some of them have lied down on their bed. <laughs> today, the moment I finish, we are still bed. We are taking attendance. Attendance. Hi. Could you for this and that? So now, watch this. Did they eat it? Did they eat his flesh and did they drink his blood physically? Did they do it? No. So now, what is the difference? Who can tell me? What is the difference between the people who left and the disciples who stayed? What is the difference between the two groups? Let me be mentioning names since you guys don't want to talk. When you hear your name, you answer. <laughs> what is the difference between mm, if you don't understand my question it means you have not been following me I can't start again you have not been following me what is the difference between the people who left the people who left and then the disciples who stayed after he brought up after Jesus, where is God's grace? Won't you display that verse for us? After Jesus brought up the um, talk concerning um, eating his flesh and drinking his blood, all the people that were following the multitudes, they all turned back and they went away. <laughs> but his disciples, they didn't go anywhere. But still, we did not find the disciples eating his flesh and drinking his blood. So, what is the difference between the two of them? If you guys, if you guys don't answer this question, I will take you to Genesis. In fact, I will make the teaching long. <laughs> you know, whenever I go to Genesis, it means that... <laughs> They had no part in him. Okay. It's faith. Okay. Some of you, you are coming. 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 Faith. Faith. Now, I want to stay with the word faith, but faith is a stronger word. A um, a lesser word would be what? If I don't want to use faith, I would use belief. Okay, thank you. You are a good student. Now, it means that you are all right, okay? All the questions you gave, they are all correct. All the answers you gave are all correct. Now, but listen to me. You see, the purpose of he, him saying that they should eat his flesh and drink his blood is belief. Is belief. So the symbolic representation of the bread and the blood is belief. So if you don't eat the flesh and the blood, it means you don't believe him. So the difference between the disciples and the people who left was that those people who left, they don't believe him. They don't believe him. So if you look further, it is not about eating his flesh, his physical flesh, and drinking his physical blood. No. 
But what he is saying is for them to come into him, to become one with him. You see, but they did not believe. Do you see? So the sign of drinking his blood and eating his flesh is just that we believe. If you believe, if you believe, that is it. That is it. That is, it. That is salvation. That you believe. Now, in some churches today, they have made it their habit. You know, they say things like, Jesus Christ said, we should do it till he comes. <laughs> ah, the Bible must be understood. Where is God's grace? God's grace. Won't you display this verse for me? Okay, let me open my thing by myself. Please follow me tonight. I think the Holy Spirit wants to help somebody here. Let me just quickly show you something. Today, God's grace has filled me. God's grace, Mark, today, you have filled me. <laughs> um, look at Luke chapter 22. Look at where he's going. Let's go to Luke chapter 22. Luke 22, verse 19, verse 19. Luke 22, verse 19. Okay, it says, And he took bread and gave thanks, and break it, and gave unto them, saying, This is my body which is given for you. These two in remembrance of me. Okay. Next verse 20. Likewise, verse 20. Okay. okay, it says, likewise also the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you. Do you take note of what he's saying? It says, this cup is New Testament in my blood. It says, which is what version are you using? And it took okay, let me read from my version. Let me see. Okay, KJV is kind of let me find a simpler version. ISV is that he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood, which is being poured out for you. Amen. So, in this verse, 
he shows them the blood as wine. He says, This is being poured out for you. Now, when he says being poured out for you, he's talking about the shedding of his blood. Do you see? So he's talking about his death. He's talking about his death. Amen. That the people ought to believe in his death. You see, now, the Passover was something that I, what they have been, always been doing, always been doing, always been doing from the Old Testament. You see, but when Jesus Christ came, he took it a little bit deeper because he's bringing a new set of revelation, something that have not been known. That a man would die to take away the sins of the world. He needed to shed his blood. Amen. So the best way to make them understand what he wanted to do. See, he keeps them in parables because if you should tell them that, see, I am Jesus and I'm going to die for you. <laughs> they would not understand. That is why even after the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, many of them did not know what happened until the revelation was given to Apostle Paul. Okay, so when he says, do this till I come, do this till I come, he's talking about after he has already died and resurrected. And after he died and resurrected, he met them. You see, but today, we Christians, we are doing it till he comes as in his second coming. We are waiting for him. We are doing it. Let me tell you, because you ate bread and you drank wine, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Because believing has already taken place. You have already been saved. The day you believed in Jesus Christ, you are already saved. Now, just like how the water is a symbolic representation of the spirit baptism, you know, when people are dipped into the water, if no matter how they dip you inside the water now some people they think that the, the day that they are going to do water baptism they will stop sinning their life is going to change completely in fact <laughs> i remember the day i went for water baptism i thought <laughs> after i was dipped inside the water everything about me would just change <laughs> I was deep and then I came out still the same. Physical water has no impact on the spirit. What happens is spiritual. Physical water has no impact on the spirit. So no matter how many times they dip you inside that water, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> They can dip you inside the water many times. If you don't believe in Jesus with your heart, you will go to hellfire. So the symbolic representation of that water baptism is believing in Jesus Christ. Do you get it? 
Aya kumbra vedisi necessary. I'm going to upset some people tonight because of their doctrines. But that is why I am here as a teacher <laughs> to show you the deeper revelations of God. I know if I should ask this question, many of you are going to feel it. But some of you, you try. John the Baptist, was he in the Old Testament or in the New Testament? John the Baptist, was he in the Old Testament or in the New Testament? Miss Lily, I'm going to answer your question. John the Baptist, was he in the Old Testament or in the New Testament? Oh my God! Everybody must answer. Let me look for them. When I mention your name, answer. Answer. Aha! Who is optimistic lady? Who is optimistic lady? Who is optimistic lady? I don't know that particular person. Okay now, let me get back to what we were saying. John the Baptist, was he in the Old Testament or the New Testament? <laughs> okay, let me ask another question. Baptism of water. Is it Old Testament or New Testament? Baptism of water. Okay, optimistic lady is your friend. Okay, that's nice. Baptism. Water baptism. Is it Old Testament or New Testament? I am watching you or you are not answering. <laughs> Where is um, Jennifer? Come and answer. Where is Jennifer? Come and answer. Clem. Clem have slept off. Water baptism. Is it in the Old Testament or in the New Testament? <laughs> Those of you who are saying both, if you said both, you are wrong. It cannot be both. You either choose one. Okay, let me move forward now. Forward now. John the Baptist was the last prophet of the Old Testament. You know, 
um, everything he did was to point to the Savior. Right? Please follow me. The reason why, okay, if I ask God's grace, He will not help me. Let me open my Bible. Let's go to the book of John. Please make sure you don't go anywhere. Everybody stay until I'm done with this to really help you. The book of John, chapter 1. I'm coming, please. please. Okay, let's start from verse 20. God's verse, verse He says, he says, and he confessed and denied not, but oh, we should have said from verse 19. Do you know what? We don't have much time. Go to verse 30. Verse 30 and 31. Verse 30. We don't have much time. He says, he says, this is he of whom I am I said I said after me cometh a man which is preferred before me before me for he was before me and I knew him not but that he should be made manifest to Israel therefore am I come baptizing with water okay this is English comprehension English comprehension. From this comprehension, why was John baptizing? Find your answer in verse 31. Why was John baptizing? What was the purpose of baptism? Please answer me. Yes. Yes. From verse thirty-one. Okay, let me read again. It says, "And I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore, am I come baptizing with water?" But the answer is there. I want you to answer by yourself to be sure you understand it. 
please answer. Okay. Nobody is answering. So, the reason why John came to baptize with water is for Jesus to be made manifest, right? So, the purpose of baptism will be what? What will be the purpose of John's baptism? Good. So the purpose of John's baptism will be to reveal Jesus. That is to make him manifest. So, thank you very much. So now you know that. So all the um dipping of water and bringing out of water is for one purpose: to reveal Jesus. Now, when Jesus Christ came into the scene. He baptized nobody. Because the purpose of the baptism is Him. So the way John baptized people was different. He dipped them into the water and brought them out. Signifying the manifestation or the revealing of the Lamb of God the Lamb of God that he is going to die and take the sins of the people he will die and resurrect so that act of dipping people inside water and bringing them out is a symbolic representation of the death and the resurrection of Jesus so now the main thing now is to believe that he died and resurrected for you so that you can be saved not necessarily the deeping you know it is just a means to an end the end is the actual thing the death and the burial of Jesus so there are a lot of people they go and jump inside water and then they come out and then they think that that is it no you must understand the gospel you must understand the gospel the gospel is the power of God unto salvation you see that act is in the Old Testament so John the Baptist is in the Old Testament water baptism is in the Old Testament communion bread and wine they are all in the old testament that is why um the bible makes us to understand let me show you
Second Corinthians chapter three verse six. Second Corinthians chapter three verse six. I hope you guys are learning something. Second Corinthians chapter three verse six. Can you be fast with that? It says, "Who also had made us able ministers of the New Testament, able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit, for the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life." So. This distinguishes the old from the new. It calls the old the letter. It calls the new the spirit that giveth life. Amen. So the New Testament ministry is the ministry of spirit, not material things. Okay, I will help you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Just stay with me. That is why in the New Testament ministry, it is the spirit that was given. Did the Lord ask you to go and make an ark? An ark of covenant? Yes, Pamela. Pamela, are you there? Did God ask you to make an ark of covenant for your family? <laughs> he gave you the spirit. Okay. Now let me show you guys one more thing and then you will know for yourself. Okay, let's look at the book of Colossians chapter 2. Where we just read was um, Second Corinthians, right? So this is Colossians chapter two, verse sixteen and seventeen. Oh, sorry, the broadcast is breaking, and I'm talking fast. Okay, let me talk slow. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. I think that would help. That would help. Okay now. Okay now. Listen. Listen. Colossians chapter two, Let me try to. Okay. Give me one minute. Give me one. Let me try to restart. Amen. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Amen. Can you hear me now? Okay. So let's try again. Sorry about that. Let's try again. Don't worry. If you have not been following me, just from even from here, you can pick. 
Second Corinthians. Colossians, sorry, Colossians chapter 2, verse 17. Amen. Colossians 2. Verse 17. Can we look at lesson from verse 16? It says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink. <laughs> now, look at the first one. Look at the first one. Let no man therefore judge you in what? Meat or in drink. What about the blood of Jesus, the wine? What about the body that you call the flesh? He says, let no man therefore charge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come. Did you see that? He says, which are a shadow of things to come. Are you guys with me? He says, but the body is Christ. Amen. So now, follow me. Hmm. I wish I can carry everybody along. don't have much time okay did we all get that Colossians chapter 2 verse 16 and 17 it says let no man judge eat or in drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days which are watch this watch what he did not see and watch what it is saying. It is calling the meat, the drinking, the respect of holiday, the new moon, the Sabbath is it's calling it what? Shadows. Amen. These are shadows. Whether water baptism, whether eating or bread communion, these are shadows. But what? The body is of what? Christ. The body of Christ do you understand that so if the body have come why do you want to dwell with shadows we now have the body which is Christ the Old Testament ministry is the ministry of shadows shadows you see the New Testament is the body of Christ now the body has come why do I need shadow? Are you with me? 
Okay, let me take you a little bit deeper. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1. Hebrews 10, verse 1. Hebrews 10, verse 1. Of course, Michael. Hebrews 10, verse 1. You know, because I'm doing this virtually, I will not use more Bible verse. If not, some people will be confused. Now, it says, Hebrews 10, verse 1, it says, For the law, having a what? Everybody, did you see that? What is the law having? What is the law having? For the law having what? A shadow. What is the law having? A shadow. Ah, is Goldie there? Are you there? I want everybody to follow me. The law having a what? A shadow. Did you see that? A shadow of what? Of good things to come. So the law is having a shadow. A shadow of what? Of good things to come. Do you see? And not the very image of the things. Not the very image. So whatever was, was in the law was only a shadow of good things that was to come. So in the Old Testament, the good things haven't come. Amen. Are you with me? This and not the very image of the things can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereon to perfect. So the Old Testament did not have it did not have the necessary um, things to make people perfect. Do you see that? So, <clears throat> even if John the Baptist baptizes you, Gilbert, <laughs> I know some people they want the original baptism. They said, My pastor baptized me, but that one is not the original one. I want John's baptism. Even if John the Baptist, John the Baptist himself baptizes you, <laughs> and Jesus Christ did not come and die and resurrect, you will go to hellfire. Even if you eat the bread, you eat the bread, you eat it, uh, you drink the wine. You will still go to hellfire. The reason why I'm laughing is because something happened in a particular church. They were all sitting down and then they needed to share the communion, the white one, everything the white one. And then they were passing it around. Now, it is just one. So when it comes to you, you just have to cut a little bit and put it in your mouth. 
when it got to this um, wonderful lady, she just dipped the whole thing in her mouth. <laughs> she dipped the whole thing in her mouth. <laughs> and then the rest of people did not get some of their coming. So the priest looked at her. <laughs> And she also looked at the priest. So right now, what is going to happen? You have eaten the whole body of Christ. Only you, you end the whole body. I am covering for this and this is a conference. This and that. You have to understand, the New Testament is the ministry of the Spirit. Not the ministry of things. Not the ministry of things. The New Testament is the ministry of the Spirit. That is why the Bible says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, Christ not in water, it does not say, Therefore, if any man be in water. It says, If any man be in Christ. Ah, you guys, you have provoked me. Let me show you something. Guys, I can't find some people. I want you to be responding because what I want to show you right now. Okay. I think I've thought something like this before, but it's been a long time. Let me refresh your mind. Follow me. The book of John. Look at John. John chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. Please display it. John chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. Are you there? Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb? And be born. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. <laughs> Do you know why I brought up this verse? Because some of you, you are already saying, What about this verse? What about this verse? That is why I brought it out for you. <laughs> Now watch this. Especially verse 5. When he says, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. I know some of you, you have already interpreted it to water baptism and Holy Ghost baptism. That is where you got it wrong. 
This verse is not talking about water baptism and Holy Ghost baptism. It's talking about water as in water. And it's talking about spirit. Now, follow me. When it says, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, the word and in the kai, sorry, in the Greek is kai. When it says, except a man be born of water, and the word and there in the Greek is kai. Kai means that is. That is. So when it says, except a man be born of water, he's talking about that is the spirit. He's not saying water and spirit like um, sometimes that word is for um, it serves as a conjunction but sometimes it is pointing so it is saying except a man be born of water that is the spirit he cannot enter did you see Jesus saying anywhere again when you read down you would never find water again nobody spoke of water only the spirit the spirit the spirit okay i know you don't believe let me explain that verse to you let's go to the book of john chapter 7 John chapter 7 verse 37 Is Miss Lily there? Follow me Follow me John chapter 7 verse 37 It says in, Oh, before I explain this Is everybody here? Wave your hands if you are listening to me Let me see people who I am talking to Just wave your hands Because some people say, I did not see I want you to see it. I just explained, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit. And I'm telling you that water is not talking about water as separate from the Spirit. No, that's not what he's talking about. He is saying that water is the Spirit. Okay. Okay, now I think I have enough witness. Okay. Yes, Miss Lily. I didn't see her hands. Okay. Let's go to it. Post it again. John chapter 7, verse 37. John chapter 7, verse 37. In the last day. That great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man test, let him come unto me, and what? Drink. Verse 38.
please you display 38 and 39 so be fast he that believeth on me as the scripture had said out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water did you see that did you see water here he says out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water so what is this water verse 39 verse 39 verse 39 what is this water but this spake he of what the spirit so when he spake of water he was talking of what the spirit which they that believe on him should receive for the holy ghost was not yet given because that jesus was not yet glorified did you say that so when he's talking about water water is a what a symbolic representation of the spirit how many of you got that you understood that so when he said in john chapter 3 verse 5 he's talking about the spirit not water you cannot be born by water water cannot give birth it is the spirit that gives birth so the water is a representation of the spirit do you get it so anytime you are reading your bible you have to read exhaustively because there are a lot of things you need to pay attention to a lot of things so when someone is shouting except a man be born of water is water baptism no You cannot be born by water. Water cannot burn you. It is not possible. That is why John chapter 1. Can you display John chapter 1? Verse. I'm rounding up. My time is already up. John chapter 1. <laughs> verse 12 and 13 John chapter 1 verse 12 and 13 John chapter 1 verse 12 and 13 It says But as many as received him To them gave he power To become the sons of God Even to them that believe on his name Which were born Not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of god did you see of water no they are born of god do you see that so every time the spirit the water is used to symbolize the spirit Okay. Water is used to symbolize the spirit. Amen.
So that is why I'm saying that the water baptism is just a symbolic representation of what Jesus Christ has already done. Amen. So, okay. So people will now ask some kind of foolish questions like this. They say something like this. If somebody is, if somebody doesn't do water baptism, can he go to heaven? The answer is, what is the answer? If someone doesn't do water baptism, can he go to heaven? The moment you get to the gates of heaven, in Jamaica, we say, stop there. You, you do not do water baptism. Get back. Go and be baptized by water. <laughs> Before coming here. I Ramodi Look at that man. He's trying to. He did not do water baptism. <laughs> Catch him. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> For whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. So if you believe, a sign that you believe is that they will dip you inside water. It is not the main thing, okay? We can't say, listen to me, we can't tell people not to do water baptism. You get it? Because whether they do it or they don't do it, it doesn't cause any, but um, it just keeps people in ignorance. You see, it just keeps people in ignorance. You see? So, it depends on their own level of understanding. You get it? So, don't go around and tell people, don't do water baptism, don't do water the purpose or the reason why I'm teaching you is for you to be much more enlightened. More enlightened. So, <laughs> the same way, somebody who have not been eating the communion, <laughs> he gets to the gate, would God say, go back and eat? All the communion you have not eaten, go and eat before coming. Would God say that? No. For the communion is nothing. It is the spirit that giveth what? It is the spirit that giveth what? Students. It is the spirit that giveth. Hmm? It is the spirit that giveth life. Did you see? It is the spirit that giveth life. Not water. Not bread. It is the spirit that giveth life. I hope you see this clearly. So the New Testament ministry is not the ministry of things. <laughs> I don't have much time. I would have talked about cross. <laughs> I don't want to make some people sad. <laughs> I would have talked about cross, but we don't have time. I would have talked about dove cross and those things I would have talked about even anointing oil and those things but I don't have much time 
<laughs> it depends on what the Holy Ghost wants to teach you tomorrow. I don't know if I'll be teaching tomorrow or prophesying or praying or you know when we come here we just flow. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I hope you've learned something today. It is the spirit that gives it life. Hi. <laughs> you watch Nollywood and Hollywood so much. <laughs> These people can just hold the cross and the cross will be removing fire. The cross. <laughs> they can hold a cross in the movie and the cross will be removing fire. They will just show um, a demon trying to enter the house, but because the cross is there, the demon cannot enter. He's trying to stop watching too much movies. It is the spirit that gives it life. The spirit that gives it life. The spirit that give it life. The spirit that give it life. You should know that. The spirit. The spirit. And where is that spirit right now? That spirit is inside of you. The spirit is inside of you. So now you can release life wherever you are. You can release life. Amen. <laughs> oh yeah. You know this topic is very interesting. interesting. <laughs> okay, I'll take one question or two questions. Then we, we are done. Miss Lily, can you ask your question again? Or is already answered? Yeah. You have a question. I need one question or two questions. <laughs> you know, I went to teach the word of God somewhere, and before I finish, they were fighting. <laughs> this one said, "It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. If it's there, let him open it. Let him open it." <laughs> During the teaching. Say let's like let's look at this. Let's look at this. Say, mm, it is true. <laughs> I said that so it's not necessarily to take the bread exactly, exactly, exactly. If you take it and you don't take it, it doesn't mean and it doesn't even add anything. You take it, it only serves your body well. It will give you strength. When you take the bread, it will give you strength. It can never affect your spirit. It can never affect your spirit. Your spirit is already saved. So you taking it, it's just um, the culture like to show that we are all Christians, so we are all taking it. You see, Um, who is having any question again? Oh, 
I think I explained that. I explained that. When he said, do it in remembrance of me, he was going to die. He was going to die. You see, because it symbolizes his death and his resurrection. Because he was going to die, he said, do it in remembrance of me. He was going, he was leaving them. You see, but after he died and resurrected, that is the end. Because the purpose have already been served. I am going. Continue eating it. Do it like come. But he has already come. He was with them for about 40 days. He has already come. The spirit has already been given. <laughs> okay. If we don't do it, I want to make a statement. Are you guys here? Are you all here? If we don't eat communion, we are going to forget Jesus. As in. <laughs> if we don't eat communion, we are going to forget him. <laughs> How can you forget him? He lives inside of your spirit. He's already a part of you. Kai. Fine. If we don't eat communion, we are going to forget him. <laughs> yeah, he lives inside of you. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Okay. He was telling them to have in mind that he's going to die and be raised for them to have an expression that he'll be raised. Oh, exactly. Exactly. No, we would not forget him. Exactly. Yes. We do it for fellowship. Okay. When we say fellowship, fellowship is of the spirit. Okay. When we say fellowship, fellowship is of the spirit. We are already in fellowship with the Lord. So we don't need to do it um, to be in fellowship with the Lord. You see, we are already in fellowship with the Lord. The moment we receive Christ, we enter into that fellowship. Okay, but let's say um, um, with brethren, with brethren, maybe we are fellowshipping with brethren, you see, and they are all eating some... <laughs> You know, if I'm there, probably I'm not going to eat. You see, I'm not going to eat. But you see, <laughs> but you see, you can eat mm, because that's what they are all doing. You know, <laughs> I don't need to eat it to be justified. You see, that is why there's still problem in Christianity because some people feel that the more they eat, it, the more holy they become. You don't become much more holy because you ate the communion. You're only deceiving yourself. It is the spirit that has made you holy. The holy communion, holy communion. When you eat it, <laughs> sinners should not eat it. Who told you? It is the sinners that should eat it. It was made for the sinners. They say sinners should not eat the communion. Then who should eat it? <laughs> I love it. Do you guys get it? 
It is the sinners that the communion was made for. Hold the Holy Communion. He says, sinners you know it is. Who did Jesus die for? Was he not sinners? <laughs> they said, a witch, a witch ate it. <laughs> oh my God. Father, this and this and that. Hmm. Okay. I think that is clear. Aha. Just imagine something like this. They said, make sure you are blameless. <laughs> Didn't Judas Iscariot eat it? <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> <laughs> See, if you guys <laughs> if we want to continue, we won't end, we won't close today. <laughs> Judas is carried. <laughs> yeah, it sounds. He even has more. Kalevram <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> you say only holy people should eat it. Ignorance. The more, listen to me, the more we choose to stay in physical things like that, the more the church will not grow. The more the church will remain babies. Because you are still dealing with elements. These are shadows. Come to the spirit. Amen. It says, Let no man judge you in meat, in drink, whether Sabbath, new moon, holy moon, or whatever. It says, This are what are shadows of things to come. Do you see that? Ah, God's grace, do you want us to go back to teachings? We are very close. God bless you all. Amen. If you have, if you still have a question or you are still confused, just um, take a note, write it down somewhere. By the grace of God, when we come tomorrow, you can ask. I would explain that to you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> it says in my island if there's a gossip about you and you stand up to it they will look at you with big eyes <laughs> look at this one this sinner is coming to it holy communion have you ever take notes of how they make them how they make their face before they eat it the way they make their face make the face <laughs> you guys please oh, don't be offended okay if it is your practice in your church don't be offended we are just teaching the truth Gilbert did you ask a question
Uh, please. Can you ask again? I did not see it. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, correct, and in fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers. Yes, the early church, even if after Jesus Christ has come to die and resurrect, they still continued. Why? Because there is a lack of revelational knowledge. Okay, it's just like you see, there is a progress in revelation. Even Peter, just imagine Peter. <laughs> Peter did not know that he was supposed to go and preach the gospel to the Gentiles. <laughs> you see, so when you read your Bible, read it progressively. As you move on and you move to the epistles, you will come to Apostle Paul and you see much more light. You get more understanding you see they continued because most of them were still ignorant they even they did not even understand what was happening did not to understand you get it see peter go hey peter rise up kill and eat he said he will not eat as for him he doesn't eat <laughs> he doesn't eat on clean so so if they did not preach out how would we Ghana be saved USA how can you be saved he did not understand you see but now even revelation has increased do you see revelation has increased we have we are knowing much more we are understanding much more do you see that okay what you should be taking note of is what they did correctly correctly it's not everything that they did correctly and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine correct and fellowship correct and in breaking of bread is not a bad thing anyway <laughs> Marie said, Yes, I think that is all. <laughs> Let me say the last one and then we go. <laughs> Which problem did Apostle Peter have with Apostle Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Do you read the Bible? The Apostle Paul confronted Apostle Peter. Which problem? It was concerning elements. 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 <laughs> Later, Apostle Peter came and said, hmm, that the revelation that was given to Apostle Paul, the wisdom, that was given to him some people are finding it hard to understand he has grown he has learned more later Peter came and said he says we are 
a holy nation, a royal priesthood. He has grown, he has learned more. <laughs> so there's progression in Revelation. Okay, so I will stop here for tonight and I will see you tomorrow. If you have a question, you can still um, write it down. There's this particular song by Hill Song. I really like it very much. It's titled This is Our God. Take your time to listen to it.
Praise the Lord.